in the family, for everyone, for you and your family. Oh, fuck the family! The family, I was the family in my house. You know what? The family fucked my husband. Yeah, Faith fucked my husband. Jerry. And what are you gonna say, huh? Jerry. Jerry, what? Can we talk about what? Fuck you! I think this is the perfect time to get on your ass. Oh, she a woman, so hold on. How, how can I say this? Why? Because, you know, I ain't a part of no group, so they'll make everything I say offensive. So, man, fuck that. I don't see no group. How can I? It's time I get on your ass, Miss Rachel. And since you done talked about my sister, yeah, you want to talk about people, Rachel? Like you a hell of a woman? Rachel, how you doing, girl? You remember me, Rachel? About 2002? When was it, Rachel? 2002? 2003? All right, all right, all right. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. I already been motherfucking. <laughs> oh, man. We got to celebrate, man. This is a wonderful day in American history. Yeah, I dropped two shows, but this one going to be a long show.
I gave you the, the appetizer. I gave you that light work. I gave you that asparagus. I gave you that rice. I gave you mozzarella sticks on that one. This one? This one, the big dinner. This the buffet boy. You know what I'm talking about? This that lobster tail. This that motherfucking lamb chops at a Detroit club. Nigga, these that motherfucking... This is this is your uh this is Big Mama Joe soul food type shit right here, Nick. Man, we gotta celebrate something, man, cause something major happened. And yes, it was to somebody white. Now Max Kellerman losing his job at first take, you know, they're gonna give Max Kellerman a show. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at Max Kellerman, uh, Kellerman but this is a better story. Way better story. We got to celebrate, dog. Rachel Nichols got fired. We got to put on some music. You got to put on some of that music because I'm a musician. <laughs> I got to put on some some victory music. Where that victory shit at, dog? Yeah. Yeah. Nigga. Yeah, let's celebrate. Rachel Nichols got fired, y'all. Let's go. Hey. Turn up. Bitch, 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 bitch. Yeah. Yes. She is the worst reporter in American history, y'all. We got to celebrate. All right, cut that shit off. Cut that shit off, right? Anyway. All right, let's cut on some, some beats, man. Uh, uh Rachel. <laughs> I love when Kwame Brown hit, hit that Rachel, bro. Because, like I said, man, she is the epitome of white privilege. I've been saying this for the longest. I mean, she got on, you know, because her, I think it's her auntie or... Somebody like that. I guess a, I guess Diane Sawyer is her aunt or cousin or some shit like that. I don't know. I mean, I don't know who worse, Michelle Beadle or Rachel Nichols. I think they both Karens. That's what it looks like to me. But yeah, we're going to get gut on this shit. She got fired today. She will no longer be on ESPN for the remainder of her contract. Now, her contract's not up for another year, so she's going to get a year's pay. But I don't have to hear this bitch's horrible takes on basketball ever again. And, you know, there is a video on Basketball Examined that I would like y'all to look up called Rachel Nichols Exposed. And it just shows her bad takes on basketball. She's, I think she is the one that reported to Shannon Sharp to say that, um, now it wasn't Shannon Sharp, but Shannon Sharp used her um, stance and said LeBron James only got his shot blocked six times when it was at least 20 to 30 occasions where that man got his shit blocked up against the rim like he did Iguodala shit. But she's been known recently as the woman that talked down on Maria Taylor. And ESPN lost one of its best rising reporters. I mean, Maria Taylor played three, four sports. Rachel Nichols ain't played no sports. She's just an above average looking white woman that had connections, 
and got on. But it's crazy that Rachel Nichols been in the game since 95 and is just now getting here. I mean, she had a show on CNN, but it had the lowest ratings on CNN, probably in CNN history. And then ESPN bought her back. You know what I'm saying? ESPN bought her ass back. And it took her a while, you know, but then she got, you know, NBA Countdown. She was on NBA Countdown. She was on NBA The Jump, which is finally over. Thank you, Jesus. No more Kendrick Perkins. Oh, well, I mean, no more Kendrick Perkins on that show because he is a Billy Bob coon on that show. I'm sorry. He's John Coffey. Yes, a boss. I'm glad I don't have to hear his bad. I can hear his bad takes a lot less. Now, Kendrick Perkins may be a good draft scout. I'll give you that. But when it comes down to basketball takes, he is awful. And everybody, you know, all the black athletes are going to say, well, why are you talking down on Rachel Nichols? She hired nothing but black people. Well, there's a couple of black people that I didn't agree with her hiring. And Ryan Hollins was one of them. She's the person that got Ryan Hollins on TV. (laughs) She bought y'all Kendrick Perkins. She bought y'all Richard Jefferson. Richard Jefferson is solid, though. Because, you know, he has a decent speaking voice. You know, he's a very proper person that speaks proper English. That's probably the only decent hire she did. And then she hired uh, Matt and, and Jack. Possibly contributed to them getting the all the smoke show. But like I said, when it comes down to her, the individual, basketball is just not her. A lot of basketball enthusiasts like me, who live, eat, breathe, shit, study the game, current, past, whatever... That bitch had nothing to offer on the panel but gossip and bullshit. And speaking of gossip, Rachel, I bet you she's laid up next to motherfucking Jimmy Butler sucking the goddamn pubes off this nigga right now. Crying in his pubes. Well, you know, Rachel, OnlyFans is hiring. So, bust it open. OnlyFans is not shutting down, so, you know, <laughs> don't get mad. UPS is hiring. <laughs> oh, shit. But yes, it's a celebration, bitches. I'm fucking excited. I'm ecstatic. And God is good all the time and all the time. And God is good. And I pray to God that that bitch never gets another job again. That's related to NBA anyway. Now we got some more shit on Dale Curry and Sonya Curry. Just when you thought it didn't get worse. I was watching a person on YouTube called Goodfellas Sports TV. And this nigga put two and two together. He got the connection between Dale Curry, Sonya Curry. And the dude that Dale Curry says is allegedly... You know, that uh, Sonya Curry moved on from, uh, I think it was James Johnson. 
Justin Johnson, some shit like that. What's his, what that nigga name is? I know if I type uh, Sonya Curry name in, the guy's name comes up for sure. guy's name again Steve Steve Johnson Steve Johnson my bad y'all Steven Johnson yeah but if you look at their ages Dale's 58 Sonya's 55 Steven Johnson is 56 and guess what Goodfellas Sports TV came up with he said that the three attended Virginia Tech so these cats 58 You know what I'm saying? This is 30 plus years ago when they went to Virginia Tech. So that leads me to have this question and this question only. Was this nigga always around? Like when, you know, Sonya would catch Dell cheating on her. Was this nigga always around? Was she the go-to backup? Was he the sixth man like Anton Tyler? Lou Will? Was she the Trez Harrell? Was she the Jamal? Was he the Jamal Crawford? Because right now, allegedly, you know, she's been living with cuz the last two and a half years, according to uh, Dale Curry. And he's not trying to pay the alimony. Money. <laughs> he's not trying to give her half in that divorce. Because she filed for divorce, citing that he was indeed the cheater. Well, newsflash, he's an athlete. It's tough to resist temptation, like I told you on last show, nigga. Like, it's probably 1% of uh, athletes and entertainers that are truly faithful. And don't give me that, no, it's more than that, it's more than that. Stop it. These, these athletes and these entertainers get motherfuckers that would have never fucked them if they had a regular 9 to 5 but you know they were portrayed on television as this hallmark Christian family you know but at the same time all families got fucked up shit in it but that was crazy to figure out that this person might have been in the picture the last throughout Dale and Sonya's marriage. You put two and two together. This is an allegation. This hasn't this hasn't necessarily been a proven fact. I'm just saying, in my head, I think this has been going on for a long time. Because, you know, Sonya might have been fucking with Steven Steven Johnson before she got with Dale. And it's just ironic that Johnson, you know, has a company getting that NFL pension check. They make it around the same amount of money. So it's kind of like she got the same when she left Dale. Shit, wow, bro. Damn, putting two and two together. No, man. Women are fucking diabolical. They are like pinky in the brain. We're trying to take over the world. 
Top of the world. Top of the world. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it, man. This is fucking crazy, bro. This really could be a possibility that Sonya been, you know what I'm saying? Stefan's mom has got it going on. <laughs> oh my lord. You got to give it up to the ladies on that one. Shit. Women can have a whole motherfucking man. And you've been married a good 20, 25 years. Woman can have a whole motherfucking man on your ass. And you won't even know it. Shit. You got to question the goddamn paternity of your kid. And shit like that. Because she been creeping and sneaking and freaking. Damn, Dale, that's fucked up, man. My man was putting that battery acid into Sonya. God damn it. Spraying that mayonnaise down her. It's no disrespect, but goddamn, man. Man, Steph and Seth gonna have to hear this shit all fucking season. Like, I really hope that Steph or Seth swings on the reporter that asked them any questions about their parents' relationship. All right, let's move on to Stray News. Allegedly, Quavo and Sweetie have been spotted together at places. Does this mean that they want that old thing back? They want those heroin tracks? Because honestly, man, Quavo definitely need to help her write bars because she is horrible. I mean, shitty. I mean, Sweetie. I mean, Sweetie's a beautiful woman. I can understand why Quavo bounced back to that. That, the woman is fine. Can't take her beauty away from her. But I can take those bars away from her. God damn. My ears need a bulletproof vest every time Sweetie rap. But. <laughs> did he give her the Bentley back? Give her the Bentley back. I want my damn necklace back. <laughs> I want my damn Bentley back. It means something to me. <laughs> oh. Because I had to take that Bentley. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Oh, my God, man. Well, you know, I wish them the best. I just don't think that Quavo should take her back. I think Quavo should just hit it. And move on. You know, they're they're both young. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy your careers and then link back up. Um, Kendrick Lamar is set to drop a verse on his cousin, rapper, uh, new rapper Baby Keem's uh, upcoming track that also features Normani. Mm. And I'm looking forward to a new K-Dot verse this year. 
I seen a trailer for the video. K Dot is shooting a gun out that motherfucker. That shit wild. And uh, TDE signed a new rapper called Rayvon, and he drops a new EP called Peer Pressure. I've heard of Rayvon. He's appeared on some of the TDE releases. He was on Absol's Control System. He was on um, Absol uh, these days. Damn, it seems like Absol's the connection. He's the connect because he's appeared on a couple of TDE uh, albums. So congratulations to that guy. I can't wait to wait to check the EP out. But now, ladies and gentlemen, we have another edition of Ten Verses. Oh, y'all ain't think I was gonna get that, huh? Yeah, we ain't gonna. Um... Yeah, man, I know I had it in the uh, in the writing credits, so of course y'all was gonna. Uh... Get another version of 10 verses. <sighs> now, some people are going to speculate whether it's too early to do such to do a such thing. But this candidate for 10 verses is a West Coast legend. He is one of the greatest rappers of all time. And I still feel like he's a bit underrated to me. But he is a lot, you know, he's known for spazzing out on records. He's known for his fast-paced flow. And he's also known for conscious rap as well. And just his vast versatility. Now, he doesn't sound like your average West Coast artist. However, he can do that too if you want to. He can revert into like straight West Coast. The person that we're doing 10 verses for today is Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, buddy. I know, man. I know. If you know me, Kendrick is my favorite artist of this generation. Easily Probably the second best artist of this era next to J. Cole. Um, definitely a top 15 greatest rapper of all time. Just one of them dudes I enjoy listening to. He's one of my five favorite all-time rappers. You know what I'm saying? And, um... This was a very difficult list. I mean, a lot of Kendrick verses are going to be missing, especially when this kid damn near kills every fucking thing he's on. And it was very difficult coming up with 10 great Kendrick verses because of the simple fact that he is such a great artist. It's just like any one of the artists I pick, but this is different. This is a general generational transcend transcending artist. Damn it, I'm solid like Perk over here. Perk all Perky's dick. But, oh boy. Number 10, right? This is one of Kendrick's most known verses. And um, it comes on a, 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 a party anthem that was released in, I believe it was 2012. And... It was hype as hell, and then Kendrick came on this last verse and destroyed it. This was featured on ASAP Rocky's debut album. 
long live ASAP. And my number 10 verse is fucking problems. And the ladies fucking love it. a lot of Kendrick verses that are popping in my head and I'm thinking damn I should have picked that one damn I should have picked that one damn I should have picked that one <laughs> oh boy I I just got a good feeling that y'all niggas gonna be disappointed at some of these choices but I mean like I said bro when you are a goat of your era you're gonna have many verses like I had to choose between 25 Kendrick verses. 20 fucking five. Had to narrow 25 down to 10. I don't think you understand how difficult of a task this really is. To really go through this man's catalog and pick 10 verses. That is a very undaunting task. I don't think y'all niggas get it. But number nine. This is the first time that the whole world, well, I'm not going to say the first time, but this is one of the many times where Kendrick Lamar just channeled his inner beast mode. This was on his debut album, Good Kid, Mad City. And this third verse right here is a classic. And it's one of his most, another one of his most known verses. This is backseat freestyle, the third verse. Somebody help this man. Damn, memories back then. Damn, that was tough to leave that memories back in. Hey, girl, is that you? With that big old thighs at the school? Ah, that was tough leaving that shit out. 
Fuck, man. Fuck my life. Fuck it all. Fuck it all. Alright, number eight was on Kendrick's last album. Well, yeah, Kendrick's last album. Damn. Um, this dude came out the gate. This was the first song on the album. But if you're playing the album in its true order, it's the second to last song on that particular album. So, number eight is the first verse on DNA. I think I went a little bit too far. But yeah, y'all get the gist. Number seven is another, is one of the more iconic uh, Kendrick Lamar verses, bro. And um, man, this song is incredible still to this day. One Definitely one of the fan favorites off of Good Kid Mad City. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Number seven, Money Trees. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Then freeze that verse when we see dollar signs. See dollar 
Hey, Silver Spoon, I know you come from your bitch. Your bitch. And that's a lifestyle that we never knew. We never knew. Go at a rabbit for the rabbit. No, Man. Money Trees is such an iconic song. Definitely very pivotal in Kendrick Lamar's career. Number six. A lot of y'all might not know what the fuck this is. Y'all might, a lot of y'all might not know what time it is on this motherfucker, dog. A lot of y'all might not know this verse. A lot of y'all might not be hip. If you're a TDE, Kendrick Lamar fan, if you're on the family tree, you know this. You know this verse. But if you just a Fairweather Kendrick fan that just listens to the hits on the radio... You're not going to know this. You're going to be like, why didn't you put this on? Why didn't you put this don't kill my vibe? Any other version, any other versions of that? Why didn't you put his verse on uh, this record, that record? Shut your bitch ass up. Number six, this was on what I view. A lot of people might not, um, a lot of people might not, um, understand that this was on a classic album. This was on Absol's debut album, Control System. And let me tell you something. This is an album worth checking out. Like, he may be a little off because, you know, he'd be saying some out there shit. But Kendrick Lamar verse on this one particular song, I feel like it definitely belongs here. And this beat out many great Kendrick verses. Like... I can't believe I ain't picked Schoolboy Q blessed. That shit was hard to say no to. <sighs> but I got to live with my results just like I live with the Lil' Kim error, which I corrected later. Now, number six, we got Black Lip Bastard Remix. This is what you really on the same Absol Control System album. Yeah, motherfuckers, if you were if you were uh into this uh shit, if you into Top Dog Entertainment and all that, y'all niggas know what's up. Cornell know what's up. <laughs> Yo, this is Kendrick Lamar's verse 
on Absol's Illuminate number five, y'all. crazy on that motherfucker dog that motherfucker went stupid that nigga went so dumb on that bitch next up number four this was his most controversial verse and when I say controversial I mean but hey Rap was kind of whack before this verse came out. I mean, I always say about the year 2000 and I think it was 2014. No, 2013, I think it was. The only album that I remember coming out that year that was very, that was critically acclaimed was Pushy T. My name is my name. But this dude right here had the verse of the year that year. You know, this was a call to all his competitors to step your rap bars up. And then I think this garnished maybe about 40 or more responses. Number four, Kendrick Lamar's verse on Big Sean Control. Miscellaneous minds, Netflix planning the minds Devilish grin for my alias, aliens in respond Peddling sin, thinking maybe when you get old You realize I'm not gonna fold on the mice I don't smoke crack, motherfucker, I sell it Bitch, everything I rap is a quarter piece to your melon So if you have a relapse, just relax and pop on my disc Don't you pop me a fucking pill, I'ma pop you, then give me this Hell flex to drop a bomb on this shit So many bombs win the alarm like Vietnam on this shit so many bombs make Farrakhan think that's a dime in this bitch One at a time I line them up and bomb on their mom when she watching the kids I'm in a destruction mode if the gold exists I'm in bone like the Pope, I'm a Muslim on poke I'm Agafelli's offspring, I'm the king of New York, king of the coast One hand I 
juggle them both. The juggernauts all in your juggler, you take me for jokes. Live in the basement, church pews and funeral faces. Cardio bracelets for my women friends, I'm in Vegas. Who the fuck y'all thought it's supposed to be? If Phil Jackson came back, still no coaching me. I'm uncoachable, I'm unsociable. Fuck y'all clubs, fuck y'all bitches. Show Instagram, get gobble these nuts. Gobble a dick up to your hiccup, my bitch call me corrupt. This the same flow that put the rap game on the crutch. I see niggas transform like villain Decepticons. Molly's probably turn these niggas to fucking Lindsay Lohan. A bunch of rich ass white girls looking for parties. Playing with Barbies, wreck the push before you give them the car key. Judgment to the monarchy. Blessings to Paul McCartney. You call me a black beetle, I'm either that or a Marty. I don't smoke crack, motherfucker. I'm dressed in all black. This is not for the fan of Elvis. I'm aiming straight for your pelvis. You can't stomach me, you plan on stumping me. Bitch, I've been jumping for you. Put a gun on me. Bitch, I put one on yours and shine Connery. James Bonnet with none of you niggas climbing 100 mil in front of me. And I'm gonna get it even if you're in the way. And if you're in it, better run for peace's sake. I heard the barbershops being great debates all the time about who's the best MC. Kendrick Jigger and Nas. Eminem, Andre 3000, the rest of y'all. New niggas, just new niggas, don't get involved. And I ain't rocking no more designer shit. White tees and Nike Cortez, this red Corvette's anonymous. I'm usually homeboys with the same niggas I'm rhyming with. But this is hip hop, and them niggas should know what time it is. And that goes for Jermaine Cole, Big Crit Wale. Push your team, Meek Mills, ASAP Rocky, Drake, Big Sean, J. Electron, Tyler McMiller. I got love for you all, but I'm trying to murder you niggas. Trying to make sure your core fans never heard of you niggas. They don't want to hear that one more now, no verb from you niggas. What is competition? I'm trying to raise the bar high. Who's trying to jump and get it? You're a better off to the sky dive at the exit window with five G5s with five grand with your granddad. It's the pilot. He drunk as fuck trying to land with a handful of arthritis and popping prosthetic leg. Whopping pop in the cockpit so the shit that pops in his head is an option of violence. Someone heard the story that said that your parachute is a latex condom up to a dread. You know what's funny about this song? You forgot Jay Electronica was even on here. The song was so crazy that Sean ain't even put that shit on Hall of Fame. Because he got dusted on that motherfucker. Everybody's saying Sean verse was better. Nah, dog. This verse right here was... You know, was gutsy at the time. Because nobody was calling out nobody. It was just a bunch of friends high-fiving. And it's a bunch of rappers, you know what I'm saying? Singing the bitches and all that, you know, bunch of rappers, you know, selling too many records when the album was mid. Y'all know who you are. But number three, this is on Kendrick Lamar's independently released, uh, I guess they call it a mixtape, Section 80. Definitely a great project, definitely a classic project. But this verse on this track, you know, I used this song to open up a show before. And this is the second verse on uh, Rigor Mortis. Let's get it. To the pastor, we all are sinners. Once you send us the Bible study, pastor, your hypocrite 
donut, tell them my salary coming. Love so I'm honest, don't talk to me about no money. The sun is under my feet and I come in peace to compete. I don't run if you rack and leap. My statistics go up in weeks and I go visit the nearest street and I get busy. Your mini MC, pretty ballistic. Anybody can see any assistance. Everybody that sees I'm persistent. Breaking out, I be really too vicious. The permanent beast and the demolition. Bringing up the street, better partition. Better not your tea. How to go mention how to call you see. Put my dick in the rap industry. Everybody be chinging and mad at me. Breaking out, chinging in the battery. You don't trust up in the catastrophe. It's trust up in the heart. That's the tea. All right, number two, number two, yes, Lord, this verse here. I think this was the first time I heard Kendrick Lamar on a record. I believe it's the first time I heard him because, you know, some people were telling me about this dude. You know what I'm saying? When did the Red album come out? Yeah, I know. I did. It's a dead giveaway on what number two is. August 23rd, 2011. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. That was definitely the first time I heard Kendrick Lamar rap. And I was blown away. I was like, all right. Because people have been telling me, hey, Kendrick Lamar next up and this, that, and the third. I'm like, who the fuck is that? You know, I heard the nigga. I'm like, all right, where? Let me get this man albums. But um, this was definitely the song that made me get all the Kendrick's joints you know the overly dedicated in the section 80s and shit like that on the games the city the game dropped three of the hardest verses he dropped in his career on this song and it still wasn't good enough for Kendrick Lamar's classic verse let's go number two is Kendrick Lamar on the games the city in the midst of me in the dark with the ghetto Recognize my life, ridicule my fight Give me fuel for the fire burning when I yearn these lights In the midst of the high road bliss, my fingertips start to write Get familiar with car right Cause I want that shot, I'm a raging bull with a need to drop For the record, I'm a record Even if my record don't pop, I'ma tie your knot on the downtown building Let it tow behind me, tell them they can find me in the dark with the ghetto Children, look at my heart, nigga, fuck your feelings This is me, and I wear pivot on my shoulder Soldier, like a lieutenant, and the coupe tenant got pulled over Johnny always like a nigga down, knowing damn well We don't wanna see the box like Manny Pacquiao Little nigga made with a size, ride like Bach in his prime Thug like this now on radar, till the federal come through on radars Reminiscing when the LA radars, what's in my home? Snap back fitted on my uncle's dome, and I don't condone Dick riding, I'm addicted to west siding Living in a city where the skinny niggas die And a semi-bullet fly, but it turn me to a lion Trying, 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 trying And I mean that shit, game came through, put the city on his back I was in the city when a nigga had seen that shit Counted, a nigga gotta scream that shit Never went commercial, never TV screened that shit Can't black or screen that shit Now everybody's seen that shit Red Whew Whew Fire, flame, spitters Now number one I mean, it shouldn't come as a surprise, but it, it, I mean, it may surprise some, but you just have to listen to it to understand where I'm coming from. This by far is Kendrick Lamar's best verse, and I dare you to debate me about this shit. There is no Kendrick verse that you can pull up that's better than this one, that's even close to this one. Get the fuck out of here. Stop talking to me. Number one, this appeared as a bonus track on schoolboy q's album the blank face lp 
And Kendrick Lamar de delivered one of the best verses in rap history on this track right here. Definitely a top 50 rap history verse in this bitch, nigga. So, number one, we got Kendrick Lamar's verse on That Part Remix. Yeah, I think he knew he killed that shit. But something else I wanted to talk about. Oh. Yeah, man, Cassidy. All right, man. God damn, we get your point. Tory Lane stole your shit. We get it. Nobody want to hear that those fucking diss songs anymore. That shit's getting irritating. Now, the first one you did, it was okay. It was pretty good. But you dropped two more. You dropped two more diss records for what, my nigga? For what? Like, dude. Hitman on an off night beat you. Because both of them were terrible in that battle, by the way. But, dude, Tory Lanez, I don't know, like I said, I think, to be honest, I don't think anybody is winning that battle right there. That shit is just awful, because Tory Lanez's response was cool, but fucking Cassidy just constantly dropping diss records. That shit boring, dude. Like, you know, you had good disc records in the past, but that's what you are. You're the past. You're stuck in 2004. You haven't necessarily recovered since bars flopped. Then you tried to do the little house party song and everything. That was cool. I like it, but... The rest of the world disagreed with me. But please, for the love of God, Cassidy, stop doing this records to Tory. Leave it alone, man. You got him once. Now you're making Tory Lanez look like he got the victory because he's not responding to you. We want to know why? Because you're not Tory Lanez. Yeah, he stole your style. Yeah, he stole your rhymes. He admitted it. You got what you wanted. What else do you want? But all right, man. This is <laughs> this is King Known Uncensored, man. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. I don't even got a title for this motherfucker. But I'm either going to use... Yeah, you know what? 
I'm just going to make this a part two to the show I had earlier. Out of Bounds, part two. And I'm out of here.